0: This is Jacob Emerson with the Becker's Payer Issues Podcast. Here's your bi-weekly industry news briefing for September 25th. Well, North Carolina Governor Roy Cooper is directing the state's Department of Health and Human Services to begin the Medicaid expansion process following the state's legislature's passage of a budget. The governor signed Medicaid expansion into law in March, but funding for that program was tied to the legislature passing the state's 2023-24 budget. The governor said September 22nd that overall it was a, quote, bad budget, but added that the legislature's decade of refusal to expand Medicaid has caused life and death situations for so many state residents and threatened the very existence of numerous rural hospitals. The state's Medicaid expansion is expected to provide more than 600,000 state residents with health coverage. Blue Gross Blue Shield of Louisiana officials say they are again seeking to delay a regulatory hearing over the proposed sale to Elevance Health. BCBS Louisiana officials did not specify the length of the delay they are seeking from the state's insurance department. That request was made after officials met with Louisiana, Louisiana Attorney General Jeff Laundrie. Mr. Laundrie told the officials that he does not want the state to proceed until more questions about the deal have been answered and a new governor and insurance commissioner have taken office. Mr. Landry is running for governor, but told the news outlet NOLA.com that he had met with BCBS in his capacity as attorney general and not as a gubernatorial candidate. BCBS said it and Elevance are working with the state on the best approach to provide more time for the attorney general and others to understand the benefits of the transaction. Elevance announced back in January it planned to acquire BCBS Louisiana, which will become a for-profit Elevance subsidiary if the deal is approved. The proposed $2.5 billion deal needs approval from the state insurance commissioner along with two-thirds of Blue Cross Blue Shield policyholders. Well, it's been a busy year by any measure for Mark Cuban Cosplus Drug Company, but especially within the world of health insurance. If a keynote speech from Cosplus Drug Drug's CEO at the insurance industry's largest annual conference isn't enough indication that insurers are paying attention, the company has rolled out three major partnerships within the industry since the start of this year. In January, Capital Blue Cross became the first insurer in the nation to collaborate with Cost Plus Drugs, allowing its members to use their insurance cards with the company and be reimbursed or put the cost toward their deductible if eligible. The Harrisburg, Pennsylvania-based payer cited savings of up to 80% on commonly prescribed generic medications. Then in August, Blue Shield of California chose Cost Plus Drugs as a preferred pharmacy provider, shaking up its traditional PBM model with CVS Caremark. Within that reorganization, CVS will continue providing specialty medications to Blue Shield's 4.8 million members, and Cost Plus Drugs and Amazon Pharmacy will handle the rest. And most recently, Salt Lake City-based Select Health, the insurance arm of Intermountain Health, has partnered with Cost Plus Drugs to bring lower-cost medication offerings to its more than one million members. United Healthcare is discontinuing some Medicare Advantage plans and exiting some service areas for 2024. In a message sent to providers September 21st, the nation's largest Medicare Advantage insurer said affected plans include some plans co branded with AARP, United Healthcare Medicare Direct, a fee for service based program, some dual, elig- dual eligible plans, and other plan options. Service area changes vary by state, plan, and, country, and county. Only a small percentage of overall Medicare Advantage membership will need to change their plan, the company wrote to providers. A United Healthcare spokesperson told Becker's that the company is expanding its overall Medicare Advantage offerings for 2024. They said they will expand individual MA footprint and nationally will offer more individual benefit plans that they have in 2023. Well, HHS has paused procedural Medicaid terminations in 30 states, reporting issues with their automatic renewal systems, and coverage for nearly 500,000 people improperly disenrolled through that error will, reinst- will be restored. That's according to an agency statement from September 21st. Back in August, CMS sent a letter to Medicaid directors in all 50 states warning them that automatic renewal systems in several states are calculating eligibility at the family income level rather than the individual level. The glitch resulted in improper disenrollments, especially for children, because family members may have different eligibility requirements. According to documents published by CMS, 30 states had reported issues with their automatic renewal systems. Two states, Nevada and Pennsylvania, each estimated that over 100,000 people were affected by the error. On September 21st, CMS said that all 30 states reporting improper disenrollments were required to pause procedural disenrollments for the affected beneficiaries unless they could ensure all eligible people are not disenrolled due to that issue. The agency said, quote, thanks to swift action by HHS, nearly half a million in- Individuals, including children, will have their coverage reinstated, and many more will be protected going forward. As of September 20th, at least 7.2 million people have been disenrolled from Medicaid through the unwinding of continuous enrollment requirements. Of those disenrolled, 73% have been removed from Medicaid for procedural reasons rather than being determined ineligible for the program. Well, Elevance Health cannot prevent a former executive from beginning work at Molina Healthcare. That's according to a new ruling from a federal judge issued September 15th in the Southern District of Indiana, which rejected Elevance Health's request for a temporary restraining order that would prevent Vinod Mohan from beginning her work as Senior Vice President of Medicare at Molina, which directly competes with Elevance in several markets. Ms. Mohan was formerly West Region Medicare President for Elevance Health, The company filed a lawsuit in August alleging Ms. Mohan retained a printed document containing information about Elevance Health's Medicare Bid Strategy and alleged that she will undoubtedly remember confidential information she learned during her employment with Elevance for the foreseeable future and will inevitably use them in her role at Molina. In a document filed in U.S. District Court in the Central District of California September 7th, Molina and Ms. Mohan called the allegations wholly false. The judge ruled that Elevans Health's claims that Ms. Mohan will inevitably disclose trade secrets to Molina was improbable. The judge wrote that Elevance's speculation that Ms. Mohan may, at some unidentified point in the future, use trade secrets is insufficient to establish the imminent irreparable harm absent an injunction required to justify the extraordinary relief of an emergency temporary restraining order. In the ruling, the judge said Ms. Mohan intended to begin employment with Molina on September 18th. And finally, the US Equal Employment Opportunity Commission is suing United Healthcare over allegations the company discriminated against a fully remote employee by refusing to grant her a religious exemption from the company's COVID-19 vaccination requirement. The EEOC said that the woman, a clinical administration supervisor, had performed her job entirely from home since 2018 and had no duties that required her to meet face-to-face or enter the company's facilities. When United Healthcare implemented a vaccination policy in October of 2021, she received notifications directing her to receive the vaccine, even though the company's policy allegedly stated that it did not apply to full-time telecommuters. She told her supervisor and human capital partner of her religious exempt objects to vaccination and filed two requests for a religious accommodation seeking exemption from the requirement. UnitedHealth allegedly denied that request without discussion and mandated that she get a vaccine within 30 days, 30 days or face termination. When she did not get the vaccine within that time frame, she was allegedly fired. The EEOC alleges that UnitedHealthcare has violated the Civil Rights Act of 1964, which prohibits discrimination because of an individual's religion and requires employers to reasonably accommodate an employee's religious observance or practice unless doing so would cause undue hardship. United Healthcare has said that they disagree with the EEOC's case based on the facts and law, and they plan to vigorously defend themselves. If you'd like the latest health insurance and health system news delivered straight to your inbox every morning, subscribe to the Becker's Payer Issues e-newsletter on our website at beckerspayer.com.